Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today I want to discuss the Senate tax plan and provisions related to retirement plans, IRAs, and 401k plans. Um, the Senate tax plan did not have a lot of provisions related to retirement accounts, which is, uh, is understandable because retirement accounts is one area uh, of the tax code that actually works and actually helps people save for retirement. So there's not really a lot of changes that need to be made. There was some chatter about, um, at least in the House plan, about uh, rothicizing the contributions, which is essentially making uh, eliminating the ability to make pre-tax contributions to plans. There was a proposal or at least a, an idea to, to limit it to uh, under $3,000 and make everything else Roth, which is after-tax contributions, which means you don't get a tax return deduction for it, but those funds will grow tax-free so long as it's open five years and you're over 59 and a half when you pull the, the funds out. Um, I think you know a Roth actually helps the taxpayer and hurts the government long-term, but the government, again, is looking four, eight years down the road. Budget, uh, they're not looking 30 years down the road when when people are retiring and using some of that Roth money. So clearly, upfront, uh, pre-tax contributions hurts Treasury because deductions uh, reduce the amount of income tax people pay. And if you do a Roth contribution, you don't get the tax deduction upfront. Uh, so that helps Treasury. But long term, as long as that money stays in the Roth, uh, the taxpayer wins out because the money will grow without tax and they'll be able to pull it out tax-free. So that, that change never made in the House bill, thankfully never made in the Senate bill. So that's off the table. But there was a couple things that were... Uh, potentially in, in in play. And that was the next uh, really provision uh, relating to that was catch-up contribution. So anyone over 50 has the ability to do an additional $6,000 in a 401k uh, and $1,000 in, in an IRA, $3,000 in a, a simple, $6,000 in a SEP. There was potential that the Senate bill was going to reduce that um, there was chairman, um, chairman, uh, basically said that they were going to try to eliminate it for people to make over $500,000, but the provision was deleted. It never made it in the bill. Um, interesting enough, there's some websites, some, some articles online that actually think it was in the bill. And I guess the authors never actually read the Senate bill because it never made it in, uh, the original chairman's mark would have, uh, basically eliminated the catch-up for people over 500000 in earnings, but that never made it in. So basically the law stays the same. There's catch-up contributions for IRAs, 401ks, simple SEPs. So that's a great thing. So people over 50 have the incentive to save even more. Super. Uh, again, there was an elimination, a proposal at least, for elimination of uh, 403B and 457, catch-up contributions, employer plans, uh, but no changes uh, happened. So another positive there was also a provision for the aggregation of 457B, 403, 401K deferrals. Basically, you would have to uh, aggregate all the contributions of 401, 403, and 457. Uh, currently, deferrals under a 457 are not aggregated with any other deferrals or an employee plan, 401, 403. Uh, no changes were proposed. Uh, again, the Finance Committee uh, proposal would have required Participants making elect deferrals under 457 to aggregate those with 401, 403s. Um, the provision was deleted. So the Senate bill did not include it. The, the Finance Committee tried to get something in to aggregate 401, 403s, and 457s. It did not make it in. So nothing in the Senate bill, nothing in the House bill. Um, same idea with post-employment 403 contributions. Um, the, this is something that was 
uh, was potentially there was a provision in there by the finance committee uh, contributions to 403 made for the benefit of a former employee for up to five years after an employee's termination of an employee. The House didn't do anything with it. The finance committee proposed would have repealed it. This didn't happen, so it got deleted out. So 403 and 457, um, uh, still the, 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 the rules for making contributions to former employers up to five years for 403 still work. So nothing changed. Um, there was a, a proposal for a 10% early distribution penalty extended to government 457 plans because right now distributions from a government 457B plan are generally exempt from the 10% early distribution that is applicable to retirement plan distributions before 59 and a half. The House had no changes, Senate no changes, thankfully. Uh, there was an orig the original Chairman Mark's proposal would have extended the 10% early distribution penalty to distributions taken from a 457B unless another exemption apply applied. Sorry, this was deleted. So again, no changes. This early distribution penalty exemption is still there. The one big thing that's changing is Roth characterization. Current law is that if you do a Roth IRA, you can recharacterize the conversion and, and push it back until you file your tax return. So this, this gave a lot of people... Uh, a strategy that they can do a Roth conversion if the investment didn't materialize the way they wanted to, they can reverse the, the uh, conversion and so it never happened. Um, that changed. So basically the House bill proposed that this recharacterization would be a limited effective tax years beginning in 18. Uh, the, the proposal would not impact people's ability to convert traditional Roth. They're just going to limit people from recharacterizing um, so basically, um, this provision is expected to raise $500 million over 10 years. The Senate uh, agreed with the House bill, um, and they're going to keep this uh, limitation on recharacterization re uh, in play. Um, so uh, the good thing is there's rumors that they would, they, again, they would, the House would try to force all 401k contributions, 403s, 457s, IRAs to Roth instead of pre-tax. That never happened. So again, current law stands. The only difference is recharacterization. If you do a Roth conversion, you're done. You, you're, it's pretty much written in stone. You can't recharacterize it um, down the road. So once you do it, you're, you're stuck, no matter what happens the investment. Um, again, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not a huge thing. It may be even a fair proposal, but it's going to be law. It's in the House and Senate bill. So once you do that Roth conversion, think hard and, and long, because once you do it and send in your paperwork to the IRA custodian, it's written in stone and done, cannot be un, undone. So uh, that's the big change. Uh, there's one other thing for in-service distributions right now, if you're a defined benefit or a 401k, defined contribution plan, um, there, there are some uh, in-service distributions, which basically is uh, 59 and a half for normal retirement age. Uh, the Senate didn't have any any changes. The House had something that they were going to limit in-service distributions from DB plans and money purchase. Defined contributions plan would be lowered to the earlier normal retirement age in 59 and a half. Um, this, uh, this would have been effective for uh, plan years after 18, but the Senate didn't include this, so we'll see where it goes. That's one difference. Uh, in age and in-service distributions for defined benefit, defined contribution plans. Not a huge thing. The big, big change, I think, is Roth recharacterization. Everything's kind of stayed the same. Um, nothing else has really changed from a retirement account standpoint. Again, the rumors about Rothrothizing everything, IRAs, 401Ks, didn't happen. So the same rules apply. You can do pre-tax or Roth. There's still catch-up contributions. Uh, there's no limitation if you make over $500,000. 
Um, the aggregation uh, for 403s, 457s, 401s uh, is not in play. So the 457 is still uh, technically carved out. Um, Catch-up contributions are still good, as I mentioned. So, um, so again, 401, 403 are not aggregated for 457. Uh, the post-employment contributions for 403 are still in play. So, I mean, for the average taxpayer, uh, when it comes to retirement accounts, not much has changed other than the Roth recharacterization, which is uh, once you do it, it's in stone, you're done. Uh, so you just got to kind of really run your numbers and think hard and twice before you do it because you can't recharacterize it and push it back to pre-tax prior to filing your return. Once you send and submit it, the paperwork to your IRA custodian, it's, it's done. So that's the only real big change. Other than that, um, the retirement accounts were, were not were a very, very small part of the, the tax plan. Obviously, income tax, corporate tax rates, path-through tax rates, elimination of state and income tax deductions, uh, uh, reduction of property tax deduction allowance, uh, AMT, corporate tax. Those are the big things people are talking about and uh, on, online and, and, of course, publicly. Uh, we'll see where it goes. They're now going to try to uh, get this bill before the president signed before Christmas. So I think something's getting there. There'll be some changes, last-minute changes. Special purpose interest groups will, will, will get their hands in there. I know a lot of corporate lobbyists are unhappy with the corporate AMT proposal, which they feel can reduce the, the value of some of the corporate tax reductions. There's the, some people still trying to get more benefit for small businesses from the pass-through tax deduction. So we'll see where it plays out. I'll, I'll of course, update all of you as soon as I, there's more info or something substantial. But, you know, be careful what you read online. Um, I actually read, as I mentioned, a bunch of articles that um, stated that they were going to eliminate catch-up contributions for 401ks. Uh, this is, was from an accounting website, and it just never made in the bill. But people still will publish things online uh, that aren't true. Uh, I can, can't tell you uh, how many uh, web pages I looked at that were just crossed out. All the text was crossed out because initially it was published uh, with incorrect information. Uh, part of the problem is it's a huge tax bill, 478 pages. Uh, there's not a lot of people that are going to go through it uh, line by line, read it. I've tried to as best as I can. Uh, and obviously speak to colleagues. Some people have just kind of listened or copied what other people said, and, and sometimes those, those, that information is false. So uh, I've tried to give everyone accurate information based exactly off the plan or, or talking to attorneys in the area. Uh, again, it's fluid, so there'll be changes, but from a retirement account standpoint, the Roth recharacterizations are only, only the big major one. Other, other than that, everything's kind of status quo. Adam Bergman, Ari Financial. Hope you found the podcast helpful. Feel free to uh, contact me with any questions. Adam B. at com. Thanks, and until next time.